Hey everyone, and welcome to Not A Podcast. We're actually going to do another review discussion, talking all about a really crappy 2D game called Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. And it's not crappy at all. It's actually not crappy whatsoever. It's kind of funny. I just finished the review. I just have to put it all together, but... uh, did the voiceover, captured the footage, did the whole thing. You're actually going to see a lot more of the footage that I captured for this particular video, and I'll splice it all together with the, uh, with the whatever, solo review or whatever. And I'm, now I've got to make sure that I space these out so it's not ridiculous and we have two videos on the same game coming out the like roughly at the same time. That would be really foolish. So, first things first, my, my very first comment, just like what I said with the review is this is Castlevania 3 just reimagined, okay? Anyone who argues with this or anyone that tries to be like, well, no, it's not, it's it's doing something else, You're you really need to look at your life and the decisions you've made because you're completely delusional. So just like in the review, I, I stipulate that like right away. Like there's, this is a Castlevania game in every which way and form, except that he doesn't have the rights to actually call it Castlevania, and it doesn't feature a character named Belmont. But seriously, in every other way, if they just changed some of the names of some of the characters, and they had access to some of the you know legendary tunes, this really could have been Castlevania 36. So yeah, that was my little intro. Do you want to? Do you want to have anything before we jump into the actual discussion? <laughs> Thanks for introducing me, by the way. Oh, well, everybody knows who you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at this point, nobody knew I was even here. And well, I, surprise! I even had a funny joke <laughs> prepared and everything for once, and you didn't even introduce me, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us your funny joke. Well. I learned something very interesting today. Did you know that the great state of Texas is actually a Canadian province? Yes, I did. (laughs) I did. You learn something new every day. It's amazing. (laughs) I also want to uh, warn people that this will be, as our review discussions usually are, full spoilers. So if you haven't played uh, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon yet or are planning to, you probably should not listen to us as we're going to spoil everything. Very good. Very good. I uh, I also realized something in capturing the footage today that made me kind of laugh. I mean, we, we essentially we played through a 2D game, right? And so yep. the characters... They, they don't exactly speak to each other every two seconds. It's, it's an NES game, you know? Like, it's, an, it's a classic action game. It's, it's, like I said, it's Castlevania 3, for God's sakes. Like, that's pretty much what this is. And so when I, I just got access to the E3 2018 demo via Kickstarter, it was one of the rewards. Uh, well, actually, no, this wasn't even a reward. This was something that they just said, oh, yeah, we'll give you guys access to the E3 demo. And I'm laughing at myself now because I didn't realize that all of the characters are in Ritual of the Night. Because at first I was like, hey, where's uh, where's that Alucard guy? 
And I feel like such a moron. I forgot that his name is Gebel or Jebel <laughs> or whatever the hell it is. So he's the main villain of Ritual of the Night. What? Uh, yeah. Gebel is, because I know Mir- Miriam is the main character, right? Yeah, Miriam is the protagonist, but Ge- is it Gebel? Yeah, it's Gebel. Okay, Gebel is the main uh, antagonist, and that shouldn't be a spoiler, considering it's the very first line in IGN's um, like preview of uh, Ritual of the Night. So I was uh, like, d- where, okay. When do you find out about this? You find out as soon as the demo boots. Okay. All right. So that's why I, but I, I was like, I felt like a total moron. So if you watch my playthrough, I'm, I'm like, hey, where's that Alucard guy? <laughs> and he's like all over the place. So I'm, I'm a little confused in the way the two games uh, connect with each other. And I, again, this isn't about Ritual of the Night, but um, it's just that like over the last 48 hours, I've basically been playing nothing but Bloodstain. And I'm a little confused because in Ritual of the Night, they talk about some event that happened 10 years ago that caused Miriam to to basically go into a, a slumber for 10 years. And she wakes up the day Gebel uh, comes back. And it seems to me anyway that this has taken place years after Curse of the Moon. And yet there's two characters that don't know each other. So I'm a little like, huh? But anyways, I don't, again, I don't want to go into all of this. We're here to talk about Curse of the Moon, and I assure you, at least once, I will refer to this game as Circle of the Moon. I'm just letting you know right now, <laughs> because it's uh, it's almost guaranteed. So as with these discussions, we don't just talk about like nothing. We're going to actually break down uh, a couple of things, and since this is pretty much, like I say, like an NES game, I thought the first thing we could do is talk about, like, uh, the audiovisual presentation, some of the highlights, you know, some of the, the things that you really liked, and uh, some of the things you didn't like, some of the things you could improve. Interestingly enough, with with the two of us, we actually share a sentiment on one aspect of the game, and I'm going to start with that right away, which was the music. I I'm really surprised by the music, and... Not in a good way, but not not necessarily in a bad way. It's not that the music is awful. So, like I said, it's not like the music is awful. It's just, it's Castlevania. You know what I mean? And I know this is not Castlevania, but Castlevania features some of the very best music of all time. And you can go ahead and argue with me if you want, but that's the way I feel. I feel that Castlevania is like, seriously, it's, it's up there. It's probably... If you add all the tracks that are memorable, it's probably like the franchise that, uh, from the NES anyway, that's right up there with Mario and Zelda and, and all these legendary games. So that was one of the things that I was really surprised with, where I was like, I mean, it's, it's okay. It's not terrible. It's okay. But if you play Ritual of the Night, I was like, now this is Castlevania music. It's got like catchy tunes. In fact, one of the tunes, I was like, uh, isn't this from Castlevania? And like when you get into the castle, you hear like, oh, you hear like, you know, like all choirs and stuff like that. And I was like, this is, this is badass. But in this, it just, 
I don't know. I, I see like tons of people giving compliments to it, saying like it's awesome and this and that. And I actually did what Steven did, which was I went and I grabbed, uh, oh, what's it called? Dracula Battle, if I remember right, is that classic uh, Castlevania CD from uh, from Japan. I have an MP3 of it, and I would just I listened to that as I played through the game. And so yeah, so you want to comment on the music, and then we'll talk a little bit about the visuals and stuff. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because that was one of the things I talked to you about when I first played this because you didn't play it until weeks after, and you were like, everyone says the music is great, it's the same dude, and I don't know, I never at first i almost hated it like it took me a while to just get used to it and i found that i was humming the classic castlevania tune as i was playing it and i was doing that just by instinct that what that's what i wanted to hear while i was playing the game so the music did not really after a while i did beat this game like nine times so after a while i got used to it and it it began to be a bit catchy to me but it's still uh not really something I remember and that that was weird because Castlevania music as you said was always awesome. Yeah, exactly. Now for me, this is just going to be for Jared, okay? But for me, that's pretty much the end of my complaints. There's a few other things I I have that, you know, we'll we'll get into there, but Everything else I thought was absolutely phenomenal. I said that we'll start with the audio visuals. So, I'm, I mean, we're not going to break this down into like a full review. You can check out the review if you actually want that. This is more just a discussion, some of the things that we like, dislike, whatever. Uh, but what I did like was the very graphics and how, like I say, this is Castlevania. So, like, you get... You get a lot of those familiar locations throughout the game. A lot of the familiar like Medusa heads are in this, um, those skeleton bone, tower bones, or whatever the hell they're called are in this. All the classic enemies that you're used to are in this. And what I love is just that great NES feel. Like all the colors are those, those dark, you know, heavily contrasted colors that the NES was known for. And this really does look like it could have been on the NES. Of course, it would have had way more flicker. It would have had probably slowdown and so on and so forth. But that is one of the single most impressive things with this game. And I think it's actually brilliant because by releasing this, how they release this, when Ritual of the Night comes out, and of course it's, it's you know, fancier graphics and a significantly different game, what I love is that we're going to have nostalgia now. Because we play through this game, and this is a really fun and enjoyable game, and next year, or whenever the hell it comes out, when you play through that other game... It's like, well, now you have all these associations, and I think this was a really brilliant way of doing this. And this game was actually a Kickstarter, um, what are they called, stretch goal. That's the only reason this game even exists. And I think now, in sort of hindsight, this should have been their plan all along, because I think it's brilliant. Even though this is a, like a brand new game, it feels like it's a game that could have been made in 1986, 89, something like that. So, yeah, I just, I, I think they, they, they're really on to something. If they play their cards right, and Ritual of the Night turns out, which I just finished an hour demo, and it's awesome, I, I really think you know, this could replace Castlevania. They just got to fix up the tunes uh, a little bit. But, but again, 
in the in the full version it it features much catchier tunes so did you have any like one location or level design or anything in, like that that like you really enjoyed or just the whole thing yeah i enjoyed the whole thing like like for me it will the, the one problem with ritual of night is it will be hard for me to you to not have pixel art like i really adored this game because of that like i wished it had pixel art but i understand why it doesn't but maybe i'll get used to it but just the ha- the fact that they will have characters i'm now familiar with a storyline that i know and love uh i cannot wait for it and i as for a level i don't i don't remember i haven't played this in that month but it was a level where there's strong uh win at the end i believe it's the first it's the fifth level or the sixth one maybe if you remember it's uh, where the boss is electric at the top and flies around really like the visual style of that one but yeah the, the game was really fun to look at really fun to play and yeah can't wait! I can't wait to try a ritual of the night myself. Uh, I, I think it will be. I, I don't think it will be a mighty number nine. This one. Oh, I I can already assure you now. This is the second demo. Uh, for anyone that's interested, I have a let's play of both the original Kickstarter. Um, what was it like? Beta? Not even a beta. Just like a little demonstration. It's not really a. I guess it is a demo, but whatever. And now I've got the E three one. And you can really see how far along the game has come. And yeah, the art style is not going to be for everyone, but the music is great. Level design is is right up there with Symphony of the Night and all the other Metroidvania styles, uh, Castlevania games. And yeah, I, I I'm really liking this. Like I'm really really liking this. And if this turns into a mighty number nine, I'm 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 going to be totally perplexed because so far this is exactly the game that I've wanted. And speaking of story and all of that, I mean, we did say that this was going to be, you know, spoiler filled. I really liked the way they, they, they had so many different branches in, in Curse of the, um, Curse of the Moon. And I mean that in terms of story related stuff as well. I didn't realize until after that you could actually kill your partner characters or just walk right by them. I, I thought you had no choice but to talk to them. And so it took me a little while. I actually beat the game three times before I realized that you could skip like taking the partner characters. And I I did not expect that. I really, really did not expect that. So you get, you know, three other partner characters. So four characters in total that you can use. Or if you kill them all, you gain some unique abilities for Zangetsu. Or what is it? Zangetsu. And or you can go like ultra hardcore mode where you just skip them all. And that was that was really challenging. I also really like the idea with the veteran and casual. And I actually have an entire playthrough of of um, what is it? Curse of the Moon in well, veteran, but the first what what is it just called? The regular mode? Is it just uh, normal? Yeah, it's just normal. It's normal yeah. then nightmare then ultimate. Did you finish all three now? Yeah, I finished all three. I got all six endings. Great. And the the variation of the endings is nothing significant. It's yeah. not like you know. Let's talk about those endings for a while, because if you play the game uh, regularly, the, the the main goal is that Zengetsu actually sacrifices sacrifices himself at the end to save his friends. Yeah, which is weird because well, not weird but curious because he he doesn't really consider them friends. When you rescue them, 
he actually wants to kill them during the story. But mm-hmm. he save he saves them at the end by sacrificing, and he becomes the true final boss of the game. But when you do beat him in nightmare mode, there's a scene at the end of that after the cutscene. You probably saw it. I mm-hmm. imagine. I was wondering what 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 is your interpretation of that because he seems to be in. The future. A city somewhere in the future? Yeah, that's what it, it looks in like. In the afterlife? And like, what the heck? Do you think no, this, is, I don't this know, will man. be in Ritual of the Night? Like, that would be sick if Zangensu is like a boss or reference in some way. Because they do say that they could not save him, but they did save his soul. Okay, well, I can't talk about this. <laughs> Why not? Uh, well, I can't talk about this because of spoilers, and spoilers for a game you haven't played, so that kind of tells you something. Oh, right Ritual there. of the Night? Yes. For the first hour? Yeah. Well, go go away, go away then, uh, uh, spoil it away then, if it's the first hour, I don't mind it. Well, it's, uh, the demo ends with you coming into a room, and David Hayter, uh, his voiceover, I, I love that, guys, like, every... It's always, you know, like Solid Snake. I just want him to say, like, Metal Gear. <laughs> and and it's Zangetsu. And he's the final uh, boss of the... Awesome, uh, man. Yeah. Yeah, right, right there, like, Ritual of the Night now is one of the top games. I can't wait. This and Monster Crown there, man. I can't wait to play these next year. Man, that's sick that they did that. Cool. Yo, it's sick. It's very, very, very sick. glad to hear that. Yeah, so... Uh, how and they don't seem that's why i was telling you like i'm a little confused okay because you meet alfred along the the way and alfred is looking for some book and he's like miriam he's like it's been a while and uh you know don't get in my way or i'll end you type of thing and you're like oh damn man he's like alfred went from being like one of your weakest characters with really powerful magic to like a total badass <laughs> in ritual of the night and did and you like were you able to be good with alfred uh i find that i only used him in a few bosses because of his uh was it a, a yellow power yeah. up there that yeah, yeah. he was very useful against? I think it was the the succubus. I found it very useful against and a few other bus. Because did you did you beat bus rush mode yet? That's the one thing I have not done yet. Yeah, for it took me like that. Bus rush is really really fun. You should stream that actually. It's a, a blast to do, and it took me a while to beat it, but it's not that hard because it's not. It's the bosses are for, are from normal mode. They're not the harder bosses okay. from. Nightmare and uh, Ultimate, Ultimate or, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's a lot of fun, and you have to very strategically because you can only use one power up. Uh, you can only use the power up once. Oh per yeah, boss. yeah. Okay, so you, you and you can only heal twice. So it, it's a lot of fun. You should try it. But yeah, I only found him useful, and I cannot understand how some people are able to beat the entire game using a solo Alfred run. I don't know wow. how they do that. Wow, he's he's actually the best character to use on all bosses if you can get that that yellow ball power up thing. He 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 like he can finish off the final boss like within I don't know like uh, maybe two rotations of the mm. the whole cycle where you have to jump around and all of that. And yeah, so like he he's crazy powerful with that move and with his ice move. His ice one is is really sick. 
but other than that, I just used him for a shield to get to like okay. certain areas and Did stuff like that. Did you play all all three modes on veteran? Yep, I, I played the whole yeah. game on veteran. I never yeah. played it on casual. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. That's what I I ended up doing. I started and I beat the game five times all on uh, casual, and the challenge just is not there at all. And even on veteran, once you're used to the game, I found that the only mode that gave me a problem was nightmare. I believe the final final boss in my nightmare took me a few tries to do in veteran, but by that time you have like a hundred million lives, so. That's perhaps you. You mentioned the music at the beginning, and I agree with that. Maybe the difficulty, and but honestly, I don't mind it. I don't mind. It. I think the difficulty is is good enough because it challenge it. It still challenged me, but I I can understand how some veterans will not be would have preferred it to be a bit more harder because just the fact that I was able to complete it on veteran should tell you that this is not that hard of a game. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Saying that, you know, it's not, it's not the, the hardest thing ever. I, I think it was, like, it, it was fair. I, I think is a good word to describe how I feel about it. Yeah, I it. noticed that the knockback doesn't actually occur when you're in stairs. Did you notice that? Yeah, that's just like Castlevania. That's not, in Castlevania, when you're in the stairs, don't you get knockback? No, no, that's the only way you're protected is on stairs. I thought you did in Castlevania one. No, that that's that's the classic thing. Go check a okay. uh, thing when we're done. Go check a thing, and you'll see. That's the that was they didn't program um, that in. Now that said, you you couldn't do what you can do here. Like here, you can jump onto stairs. You can't jump off, but you can jump onto stairs, which is pretty cool. Okay, but I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right well, about that. You're probably that. right, but I really I I thought that you could maybe just in Castlevania one, maybe not. No, but, well, check, dude. Check, man. My yeah, my memory after. my memory isn't what uh, what it used to be. That's for sure. But um, but the thing is, I found that the game wasn't uh, cheap. Like I died. I died. I'm not gonna lie. I died uh, just in the playthrough. I just did. I spent the last uh, hour and twenty minutes playing through the game on normal mode, but veteran. In order to to get footage for this and to get footage for the uh, for the review, and I'm not gonna lie, I died a couple of times because you know of the the pushback. It, it happens. Like you'll jump, and it's not that enemies pop out out of nowhere. It's nothing like that. They they actually really design this well. It's more that you know you have fairies going around and you have those Medusa head type things, and sometimes it's like an axe. You know, like you'll jump and you didn't see the axe coming. It's your fault. It's not the game. Yeah. But you didn't see an axe coming from behind you. It hits you and pushes you off. Like, and <laughs> I, I'm okay with that. Like, there were a few times my cat looked at me because I was swearing up a storm, but it was never, it was never like Castlevania cheap, ridiculous, you yeah. know, where you got like merman jumping up right as you go to make your jump. I really love the pacing too of the game. Like, for me, I, often this was like a game where I said, okay, I'll just play for a few minutes and then end up playing through the entire game because you can beat the game in it. Every time I clocked the game, it was usually around an hour and 15 minutes. I think nice. the last time was under an hour, but it's usually around that time. And I'm sure speedrunners can probably beat the game in like 15 minutes or whatever. But it's it's around an hour 15, an hour 30 minutes to beat the game. So it's it's not... that's that's You said it perfectly. It's not frustrating because it never... Uh, punishes you too much and it's not that long of a game it's meant to be played multiple times yeah 
And I think that's the best compliment, really. And I like Ahmed didn't know. I told him on the uh, on the podcast. I think it was on the podcast. Yeah. When, yeah. Uh, and and yeah, like he was all shocked and. And I think a lot of people may be shocked. Like, this is not the type of game, guys, that you just go through, get that ending, and then away you go. That's not how this works. Play it a second time, and then after you're done the second time, go on Google and uh, and check out how to unlock all the different endings because there are some variations. Like, one ending, you have to, say, kill one or two uh, partner characters, or not even kill, but, like, just don't don't take them with you. And you'll unlock one variation of the ending. Another one is you have to kill all three of the partner characters, absorb like one of their powers, and then finish the game. Um, and then when you play it the second time, uh, Zengetsu has all of those powers, but now this time you can go ahead and recruit all the different like other characters, which is it's really really cool. I, I honestly think yeah, it, it's it's really. When I found out that you could kill the characters, man, it's a lot of fun. You don't you don't have the characters with you, but the double jump is extremely useful. Man, I love that. It's actually hard when you go back and play on normal, and you play with Zengensu, and I still instinctively think I have the double jump, but you mm-hmm. don't. It's 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 really fun to do. Yeah, and that's why like like I just finished this. I'm gonna go and play the Kickstarter demo again. Because there's a whole huge section of the of the demo that I missed because I'm one of these OCD guys that has to go everywhere on the map. And so there was like this one area where I was like, oh, okay, let's go here. So I went there, but that triggered the final boss of the demo. And I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> so there's, there's still like a, a whole section. Now, I say that, but I'm not 100 million percent sure because... When I finish it, it said, like, total time to completion, like, 57 minutes or, or something like that. And now I'm wondering, like, I'm pretty sure it's because I, I fought against Zengetsu. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure that's what did it. Uh, but I'm not, I'm not, you know, not a hundred percent sure. So I'm not sure if it's time based or whatnot. So I want to go back, uh, probably after we do this, I'm going to go back and, and play the demo again because it's, it's freaking awesome, man. And when you meet these characters again, and like Gebel and and Zengatsu and uh, it's just awesome. It's so wicked. I was do, like, do we know when Circle of the Moon what year it takes place in? Because I think during the cre- the intro of Ritual of the Night they do say what year it, Ritual of the Night takes place in. So maybe we could have a an idea of the timeline. I'll have to check. I I don't know offhand, but uh, I like this obviously takes place and you just said circle of the moon by the way you you beat me a curse of the moon yeah it's, <laughs> i'm surprised i i did not do that more often oh me too so i'm i'm positive curse of the moon is like happens first it has yeah to. yeah no no there's no there's no denying den- denying this but it's just i would like to know because you said miriam was in a 10-year coma mm-hmm. before so this has to be like a, Especially since Gebel is not a final boss, well, or one of the main baddies, so this will be interesting. Yeah, it is going to be interesting, and I want to see how they link this in to like what we we already played. Like, who is the final boss in 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 Curse of the Moon? Like that first when you go through normal. What the hell is that? That creature? I forgot. 
but I think she has a name. Because that's going to be important to know afterwards. Because, I, like, in in uh, Ritual of the Night, Gebel is with someone. And hmm. it's like, I, I don't know if it's meant to be the same creature or if it's if it's something else. I'm not sure. Anyways, go watch that uh, that playthrough I did. It's not. It's really not going to spoil much. The first hour of the game. I mean, it's not. And I think it's the first hour of the game. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, but so, yeah, just the fact that you told me that you fight Zenkensu, man, that's that's crazy. Oh yeah, man. And uh, I thought I was going to die because I, I you, like at the end there, I'm like, okay, he's like punishing me big time here. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, there's no health bar. There's no nothing. I'm like, I've been beating on this guy's ass for like five minutes. What the hell is going on? And then it finally triggered like a, a cutscene, but it's the most lame cutscene ever because it's just a character walks in. It's like, Oh, Zengetsu. And then it just, the whole screen just goes black to a static like uh picture and just says like bloodstain coming soon type thing. I was like, well, that's, kind of lame the way they ended it but whatever so anyways what are your final thoughts on this so we don't have a 20 hour uh, discussion uh, my final thoughts is I'm still maintaining not to take away anything from Ritual of the Night but I'm still maintaining that this will be better than Ritual of the Night I'd be happy to be proved wrong but this was amazing uh, I love when these things happen and so far this is in content a contender for game of the year i know that's crazy but for me this was an awesome game like i said i beat it nine times i actually had to delete one of my save files because i was so addicted to this and i actually hope that we will get in a few years if a, a sequel in to this in the ways that uh, this will actually be an 8-bit castlevania sequel i'd like to see another one i hope they don't i i hope they don't go exclusively the metroidvania route and give us a few more of these because this was awesome. Yeah, and I'm I'm right there with you in not I don't th- I'm, okay whoa 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 English. I don't know if this is going to be better than Ritual of the Night or anything like that, but I'm right there with you in saying that I would love to have both. Like I I think this in my opinion, and I mentioned this somewhere else that Bloodstain is going to go down in history, I think, as the single best Kickstarter of all time. Like, in the sense that they actually delivered what people wanted. Because, like, Shenmue 3 and others, there's no way it's going to ever live up to what people expect and, and all this jazz. But here, we had we had Iga come out and basically say he wanted to make another Symphony of the Night game. He wanted to make a console-based Metroidvania game and and the fans you know like i i kicked in like 120 bucks 150 bucks something like that and not only is he working away on that but we ended up getting this as a result and i i really i really really believe that at the end of the day this is going to be like like an you know an amazing action-based like quote-unquote castlevania and i really have i i have really high hopes that Ritual of the Night is going to end up being like a, another Symphony of the Night, like just a superb Metroidvania-style game. Because, man, there's quests they added to it, there's stores, there's alchemy, there's, like, it's sick, man. And if they tie it into this and they do follow it up with additional 2D 
you know, like whatever action based games like this, and we continue to get some Metroidvania games, I'm going to be the happiest guy alive. And I'll, I'll be shocked if we don't get a sequel to this and to the, the main game. And I'm, I'm sure both are going to sell supremely well because when I checked bloodstain was like within the top five on the eShop. I don't know if it's still there or where it is now, but it, it must be selling well. Yeah. I think it was in the top five for a few weeks. It actually was number one for a while. So I think the switch sales will be very good. Yeah. And with that, all I'll say is I hope you guys enjoyed and be sure to check out my full review of the game that goes into pretty much, you know, a little bit more detail than what we uh, discussed here today. So thank you for joining, Stephen, and uh, we'll catch you all later.